Welcome to Hashtag All Podcast Matter Presents. Luke Cage Season 2 Review. We don't have a name for this because we don't do whole season reviews. Yeah, we usually don't often. do it, but we're doing it now. Because black. Yeah. Um, We got the screener. You guys might think we're lying now, but if you check my fucking Twitter receipts, <laughs> y'all know I saw this movie, saw this before all y'all do. And spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, if you haven't, if you ain't got 13 hours to sit down and watch Luke Cage back to back, and well, you're just behind. All right, fuck you. Yeah, right. don't don't listen to this until you have seen the show because it'll totally ruin it. And it's a good ass season. We enjoyed it. It is. It's better than better than season one. But there's some stuff about season one that was better than this one. I can say I wholeheartedly enjoyed this more than season one because I really enjoyed the character development. Dig, and they weren't really afraid to like shake things up. Dig. I like how like people just fucking left the series. It didn't come back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. not, not that I don't like those characters, uh, Night Nurse. Mm-hmm. But she left. Mm-hmm. 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 I appreciate. Um. Normally, like a lot of times, I don't appreciate how they alter people's appearances from comic books. Mm-hmm. Like they change up shit. I was like, well, that's not gonna do. Like Drax is green, but there's too many green people in the MCU. There's two people. There's two other green people in the MCU, so they made Drax gray. And I'm like, even though I don't care, I'm like, you can just have two green motherfuckers on the screen at one time. I guess <laughs> <laughs> that that's too much. Right? It's like it's like having too many black people. You can't do that. Yeah, yeah, gang, gang. <laughs> so, but uh, I, they hinted towards uh, Mariah Dillard's real name. My bad, Stokes. Mariah Stokes, <laughs> get get it right. Mariah Stokes. <laughs> that was my like. Even though that shit got repetitive, that was one of my favorite things of the thing. <laughs> and it's like looking at motherfuckers. No, you're right though. In the probably like in the middle of the series, I'm like, can you stop saying that? And then at the end of the series, I'm like, come on. <laughs> come on <laughs> I get it. Um, but uh, I like how Mariah Dillard is in Five Hundred <laughs> Stokes. Stokes. Uh, isn't fucking 400 pound black woman in the thing. No, Afri Woodard, give her all the awards. Nigga. All the awards. Yeah. Uh, anyway, all right, so. Uh, I, I, uh, one of the first things I wanted to talk about is how I felt like the show dealt with some prominent issues in the black community. But without being, like, really heavy-handed with it. Mm-hmm. It felt natural. Yeah. Notably, like, um... Having having issues with your parents. Mm-hmm. No, I'm writing it down right now. Like he was uh, <laughs> like, even though I feel like he just forgave his father for some fucked up shit, like, and they really didn't get him because like one thing, his father left him in prison and didn't believe his, his son didn't do something, and like people didn't get framed. Then blaming him for his mother's. I'm like, wow, that is death. Incre- that is incredibly fucked up. But the fact that his father had a whole other family. Mm-hmm. Which, I'm not, I don't think it's the most evilest thing in the world because he really wanted a son. And that's no excuse for it, but that's that's men, right? But the way like he left her, like, hit dude's mom to die. And then Luke was like, what the fuck, you should have been in jail. He hated me because of you. Like, that was my brother, and I never knew I had a brother. But anyway, so the season starts with, shut up if we're out of order. Kiss my ass. Um, Luke Cage is back, and he's just Luke Caging it. Um, Mariah Dillard's. Uh, I'm going to correct myself every time. Stokes. Mariah Stokes. Uh, she's doing her gangster thing, you know, but then, you know, trying to be the living the double life of. Being a politician as well. Yeah. Or being a not so disgraced politician. Had a non- Edinon Hernandez is, you know, shades is me. So glad he doesn't have magical laser eyes. <laughs> His power in the series is uh, being the freshest nigga in the country. <laughs> Wear it, rocking the shit out of a three piece suit with a with a pistol on you at all times. Quiet, not quiet intensity. I'm like, oh wow, I'm about to be murdered by a very dapper man. <laughs> it's like, uh, man, kid. All right. Can you be my tailor at my funeral? <laughs> Can I be? He's like, of course, of course, a kind gentleman. Um, and 
I like how they dealt with with the advent of social media. I guess you kind of have to address that. Mm-hmm. Um, how would that really look with like a local superhero? Which, True. which what did they talk about with like the hero app, which is kind of cool. I thought. Yeah, somebody made a hero app, so anytime you see Luke Cage, you can tag where you are, and then people come do it. Um, Pops Barbershop has become a tourist attraction for white people. <laughs> Also, uh, does, does does anyone actually cut hair there? No, okay. ain't nobody cut hair since. Okay. Well, they, I haven't seen one hair getting cut. Period. <laughs> the rent has been raised at Pop Shop because of insurance, and so they're being kind of evicted and what's not, and that matters and doesn't matter in the season. Um, <laughs> it sure does. <laughs> not. Um, Checker Fred, I don't know his real name, but y'all know who I'm talking about. Is Luke Cage's uh, <laughs> PR manager. <laughs> Um, he's mad. Luke Cage is madly in love with Rosario Dawson, night nurse. Misty Arm, Misty Arm, Misty Knight is, uh, you know, back of the forest and everybody's like looking at her because she's missing an arm and everything's Harlem. People sure are assholes. Yes. Like, hey, hey, no arm. (laughs) That's not nice. No arm there, buddy. Yeah. Oh, they, but you know, round of applause. (laughs) So, um, also, uh, just just early on in the show, they let they let us know that uh, nigga is going to be very present mm-hmm. in this series. We're in Harlem, Harlem, which I felt was missing from the first season. First of all, Cameron's still not in the episode, so I mean, <laughs> maybe season three. I'm I'm holding out. I mean, Cam Cam. I don't know. Cam should be the villain. <laughs> like, I don't I don't I don't understand how Cam is not. Whatever. Diddy's not in this thing at all? I mean, we're getting there. I mean, if Jadakiss is there, that's I feel like that's a step closer to <laughs> Cam. No, but I mean, it's Cam. I know he's right there. He's right there looking like, oh, y'all really just filming? No, uh, oh, Jones, did you approve of this? No? <laughs> Joel? No? No one? No one didn't get no passes from nobody? Oh, okay. Oh, so uh, we also, just also, I don't want to jump ahead, but the most unrealistic part of the show I felt was... Um, People bopping to KRS One in the club. It, I guess it's old people. Okay, like okay. I, I guess they, I guess it's a thirty-five and up crowd. Because D Dub said he was like, "Oh shit, KRS One, I'm excited." I'm like, "No, you're not. <laughs> Don't lie. Don't lie." Um, it's full with great musical guests that I don't know who the hell any of them are, but the fat dude playing the uh, blues guitar, shit. Oh, he he touched my heart and soul. Yeah. Uh, kind of wishes in Jadino in the back and said nigga said he said he seven times. <laughs> Long live the chief is still my jam. Mm-hmm. I liked how Reggie Cathy was in the series a lot. Rest in peace to the homie. Uh, uh, he acted his ass off too. He sure did. I think this was his last thing that he did. But it was it was pretty amazing. And also he has one of the greatest voices in Hollywood. R.I.P. Yeah, we lose all the good voices. We do, we do. Protect Keith David at all at all costs. And Christopher Walken. <laughs> <laughs> so Mariah um, Stokes said it right is trying to get out of the gun running game. She has a Justin Hammer Connect, which is you know fire, uh, space tech weapons. You know, I guess that means on this series that they, they were a big fan of Iron Man two mm-hmm. and Justin Hammer, which we are as well. Yes, and Sam Rockwell's dancing. Mm-hmm. Can't wait till he gets out of jail. Really, Iron Man four, Justin Howard, Justin Justin Hammer finally creates the 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 app adapting robots. Psh, that'd be so much fun. Anyway, <laughs> as long as he could dance to pick up the pieces <laughs> for like ten minutes. <laughs> ten minutes. I need all the outtakes. <laughs> so she's trying to sell the Gun Connect because she wants to buy stock. All right, she wants to buy stock in a plastic company that black owned that can go public. And if she has stock in it, you know, blah, blah, you know, when it goes public, you know, Facebook. A um, little bit of insider trading. Mm-hmm. Piranha was was pretty dope. He was pretty fun. He reminds me of a nigga from Pittsburgh and <laughs> or Concord, Pittsburgh area. Uh, I don't know. If <laughs> no, no, no. It just it did feel like, oh, my God. Yeah, I know somebody like this. Yeah. yeah oh, I know him. He, he, he popped he in my head as soon as I saw him. And so... Uh, so she's trying to sell out the Connect. So she can either sell it to the Jamaicans in Brooklyn, um, a nigga named Cockroach from Harlem that somehow has twenty million dollars and he runs a a dice shack. <laughs> and I guess it's doing well, <laughs> oh. very very well. And a Dominican, there were Dominicans, right? Yeah, they were Dominicans uh, that he uh, a multi millionaire 
furniture dealer that moves coke in the furniture. <laughs> Which seems very old school, but hey, I guess it still works. Exactly. Um, so they have a meeting and everything like that. And the front runner is Dominican because he promises to keep the guns out of Harlem and to keep everybody out. He's the biggest crew. And so everybody's good. Uh, Luke is dealing with being a, a, you know, a celebrity, but trying to keep the peace and the mayor of the city. He's kind of also dealing with issues with his dad, uh, night nurse, and like issues with anger. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of dealing with, uh, uh, I guess, being chased by the bear in America. Did, bro. Remember, he now he's all the way out Luke Cage. So no one's ever hit him with a Zakovia cord, which... <laughs> <laughs> that is, it didn't reach Harlem, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It's like, nah, that nigga fine. He gonna stay in his own lane. Um, and so, so being the Dominicans, the front runner, she was like, oh, and there's a special guest. Here's one of these Justin Hammerweather with the Judas bullet. If you guys remember the Judas bullet from the first season, that's the only bullet that can penetrate and hurt Luke Cage. And so, Luke Cage gets set up by. Uh. I don't remember who, but he does. He does. Sugar. He, yeah, sugar. Yeah. And he goes to check out because there's coke dealings and guns. And then he gets blown up. And then he blows up Shuey and he comes out the fire looking pretty dope. He's patting fire. You know, like a real nigga do. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's my favorite hoodie. Oh, wait. No, no, no. It opens up what he. Oh, my bad. Starts. Rewind. Rewind. So somebody's been pushing Luke Cage heroin in the streets of Harlem. And he's on a mission to get his name off the pack because, you know, it's my name. It's a brand name, like Pepsi. You can call it whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Just not Luke Cage. Yeah. So that's what I always are doing. So, yeah, he's trying to get the new H off the street. And so he gets blown up by the Dominican dude. And then the Dominican dude shoots him with the Julius bullet. But the Julius bullet didn't work. So he taps him on his head and throws him in jail. And then the head tap knockout is, is my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. He does it quite a bit, which is cool. Uh, he explains that he got powered up uh, last season from the last dip in the bath. Mm-hmm. And that reminded me that I'm really glad that they dropped that storyline that ended last season. Because I didn't want to see that. What? Uh, this thing that happened in last season was that like kind of pudgy dude from The Wire was a scientist. Mm-hmm. And he was kind of building uh, some other super soldier. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, no, I don't want to. I don't want to see that. He's going to diamond back, diamond back. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I'm like, pass, hard pass. Yeah, and with the ugliest power suit mm-hmm. ever. I mean, y'all can just put a suit on it and put the right power on it and just say this nigga good. It's, a t- it's like a t-shirt? Yeah. I'm like, don't worry about this it. magic. I don't care. Just- hey, y'all don't need, like, I remember, you know, the 90s, remember the G.I. Joe power suits? Yeah. Yeah. We don't need that anymore. Just say the suits power up. Iron Man is a whole CGI thing. All right. He got this little, uh, very uh, beautiful turquoise Native American trinket in the middle of his chest now. And he's like, this is my power thing. I don't need to do anything. All right. You're right. That works. Minimalism is is totally fine. It works. Exactly. Just put this nigga in all black Speedo and be like, that's my power Speedo. (laughs) It harnesses uh, the testosterone from a gun. (laughs) And so he throws him in jail and and they're like, you know, due process and shit, my nigga. (laughs) And so, yeah. So he gets out. They's like, and so Shades has to go holler at Dominican dude, like, hey, 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 hey. Something, something, something. He insults Mariah Stokes. Stokes, nigga. And Shades shoots this nigga in the fucking forehead. I was kind of torn because I, I didn't really believe that Shades was down for her like that. Mm-hmm. But I guess he is. Nah, I believed it. But it's like, they that was the whole thing in the Cause, show. Because Shades was kind of like questioning him the whole time. But then <laughs> we, we find out later why, of course. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, Che, his friend, Kamikaze. Kazi, Kazi, Ty. Just got out of jail, and so now they're running together because they're rivals. We have none. Which is a fantastic saying. I like it. Yeah. And so they were jail friends. Anyway. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll, get to, we'll get to that later. Because Che is the only person that, he insults Mariah, but he doesn't really get checked like that. Mm-hmm. From Shades. The homie from the hood, right? Mm-hmm. You know. So, um, Dominican dude's like, you saw me a whack-ass, well, he's dead. And so now Mariah has to sell to somebody else. So now she's going to try and sell to a nigga named Cockroach. Which seems like a good idea. And, uh, not to be confused with Cockroach from the Cosby show. Yeah. Which we, no one did. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
there's like a brief subplot here which like not that i wasn't entertained by it but it mm-hmm. felt like a little bit of filler that cockroach is just like a terrible dude mm-hmm. oh wait no wait i'm sorry it is it isn't filler because it does lead somewhere mm-hmm. uh the cockroach is a terrible person and like abuses his family mm-hmm. and um luke cage finally intervenes and beats him savagely mm-hmm. and he has to kind of question whether or not he's a real hero yeah. and we see like him going too far with his anger and also we're dealing with uh missy knight trying to figure out if she's like a quote-unquote real cop or not because she dealing with her her partner and mentor scruff scarf scarf Everybody finds out he was a um, dirty cop. And so a lot of his convictions got um, overturned. And that's why some people are running down the streets like cockroach. And again, he owes a... He, he has $20 million worth of dice game money. That's the highest hit, high to 10. High handed dice game. Just 12 turned out. <laughs> well, I guess if you own... The entry fee must be like $1,000 a night. It's a real gambling house. Motherfuckers isn't there making money. I mean, but again, $20 million. <laughs> and click yeah, clacks, this, my nigga. This, this is uh, the episode of Chappelle's show where the reparations happens. Mm-hmm. And you have, you just have a million dollar desk games every night. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, when a nigga say you can't, like, nah, there is no, you got to give me a chance to win my money back. Nah, everybody gets out. <laughs> I don't, I don't remember how we how Bushmaster enters, but I feel like this is the part where Bushmaster, Bushmaster enters the series. Um, I'm just going to drop it in there. So the Jamaicans want the plug too, but like there's, they're building on it. Like she don't want to sell to Jamaicans because she, you know, you know, Jamaicans and we'll talk about it. And then let's just say Bushmaster enters the thing. Uh, he's in all the fresh linen. <laughs> oh, he sure is. He's, he's, he's dressed to the nines. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he says Harlem is him birth threat. <laughs> I love the like, Jamaican. Did you like how the one they're speaking Jamaican, but the subtitles are in English? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I took the subtitles off because I was understanding. What I, <laughs> I'm I'm fluent in Jamaican slang. I, right? I just enjoyed seeing the difference. Yeah, he's um, he's like hello, brethren, and it's like. Hello, good friend. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm fluent in uh, Jamaican slang, all right? So it was just like a second language to me. I was just hearing it and everything like that. Um, in case you don't know, means what the fuck? <laughs> you know? Oh, there's a whole lot of that. There was no eh, which I was really waiting for. No, no. Oh, you want to test me? Eh? I was like, which is, oh, you really do? I really liked uh, Bushmaster's supporting cast. Because mm-hmm. they were really supportive. Yeah, they were. They were. So Bushmaster starts talking to the leader of the Jamaican game. He was like, ah, you're going to buy the gun from Mariah Stokes, something, something, something. And the dude calls him her dealer. And this is what starts the 13 episodes long Stokes. My Stokes. <laughs> and initially I, d- I was kind of like, I don't really feel like his his beef is legitimate. Like, why is he so mad? Hmm. But fuck, they explain it. Like, yeah, oh, you, every every anime and every TV show gives you that one flashback episode, <laughs> and they flashed it all the way back. I'm like, oh, okay, he's been through some shit, man. Mm-hmm. He's been mm-hmm. through some shit. So, and and man. so uh, he ends up killing the leader, of Jamaican dude, in front of everybody, and then people start shooting him, and he takes some shots. He opens up his shirt and be like, "Yeah, I'm bulletproof, kinda." Oh, he he had the fantastic intro. He gets, he takes much shots to the chest, grabs a guy by the neck, and rakes a knife across his eyes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, you're a fucking savage. Mm-hmm. Now he got the Jordy LaFleur uh, <laughs> visor. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he, after everybody's done shooting him, because they're like, oh shit, this nigga bulletproof too. They was like, are y'all done? Now we gotta go to work. He wasn't mad at anybody who shot him. He was like, I just killed y'all leader. I thank you for the loyalty. Also, nigga, I'm bulletproof. So you guys want to get this money together? And they were like, everybody's like, yes. <laughs> that seems like the best option. So they were telling Bushmaster, I was like, look, he's like, I want Alam. So, uh, no H. Alam. Because it's, it's him birthright. It's me birthright. Birthright. <laughs> it's me birthright. Um, and they was like, uh, you got to get Harlem from my idealist Stokes. Where are Stokes? And then you got to get him from uh, a, a, a Luke Cage. Luke Cage, man. And he was like, and that means a whole paragraph. <laughs> And I think also at this point, this is where we get uh, Jamel Hill and. Well, okay, so after 
after we're bouncing around, so shut up. It's 13 episodes. They're all an hour long. We just watched 13 hours, and we're going to compress it into a show for y'all. So um, <laughs> I think... Uh, Did you like the, the, the cameo from Jamela Hill and Michael Smith? Somebody asked him, well... When after he got shot and the bullets didn't hurt him more, I was like, well, what else can you do? And so this fool does a he does a pro day. <laughs> uh, basically, he has like a like a, a, a personal combine. Yeah, yeah, that's a pro day. Yeah. And so he did he, he did a pro day. It looked like at the Rucker. Uh, I don't know, it's not the Rucker probably, but at the Rucker, Jamel Hell and Michael Smith are coming there. And this one, this episode got black as fuck. I was like, oh, okay. And so he starts doing a thing. He does a forty time and. This is how you know we're limited in life because all the special effects that we have right now couldn't make me believe that Michael Coulter Coulter was running a three eight forty. No, not at all. <laughs> like they they know about it. They they look like that black man was running fast at all. They're just like um, we're just gonna say it. It's fine. They probably shot it for like an hour. Like, yeah. This is this, this is the best we can do. This yeah, because this, this is the best. This is as gonna get. They should have asked the Russo brothers because they do it the best because they do it CGI and uh, from the bird's eye view. <laughs> and they just show motherfucking that's target. How, that's how you have to do it. You got to make them really small mm-hmm. from far away. That's, a, that's, the, exactly. best way, that's the best way to but do it. But it's a 40 times, so that, it's probably like a million dollars due. <laughs> and it's like, no, nah, we'll just do a zoom. <laughs> like, it'll, it'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. But it'll, it'll look fine when he was throwing tires and jumping and shit. Yeah. That's believed all that, you know. But then, you know, the 40 time was, so uh, I think Jamel Hill or uh, Michael Smith said, 3840, that's faster than Hussein Bolt. And uh, Bushmaster was like, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> I don't like that. Which is a fantastic running joke throughout the series. <laughs> yes. I want to give the show credit for actually being really funny. Yeah. Um, and so Bushmaster sees that, oh, this guy's a real problem. We're going to have to test him in the yard. Um, How does my bridge right? <laughs> and also, I'm not sure if they actually really solve the money problem because he does like the pro day because the the barbershop is is, mm-hmm. is having money problems. Mm-hmm. But also, you're right; it it, it kind of just never really got addressed. When, well, so Luke Cage is here for hire, but he doesn't want to actually be heroing for hire, and so he was offered a sponsorship by Nike, and he didn't sign that check fast enough. No, he didn't because. Uh, it would have been an endorsement deal, and actually, they messed up because they should have just uh, hyped up the rematch anyway. I feel like Carhartt would have endorsed him, but mm-hmm. Carhartt did endorse the whole thing. Because like, hey. <laughs> they mentioned that like quite quite a bit. That's who's giving all the t-shirts and everything like that. He loves Carhartt. You know, he's he's really an old Harlem nigga, bro. Also, some of those uh, some of those Luke Cage shirts is actually pretty dope. I'd buy those in real life. I hope they're actually selling those. The African American collars thing. I'm like, oh, that's a throw throwback to the '90s right there. Mm-hmm. Um, so Luke Cage is living good. He has a beautiful girlfriend. You know, Harlem is safe, you know, except if you're doing that H, which nowhere is safe. All right. Or Ambien. <laughs> you, you never know what can happen with Ambien. Racism. I want to do Ambien one week and just be like, Cracker! <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't do it. Your TV show might get rebooted without you. <laughs> <laughs> um... So Luke Cage is, you know, strutting down the street, listening uh, a little uh, uh, stand alive, and Daddy, I ain't lunch. That's pretty awesome, cool. Luke Cage is living his life to the fullest, having a great time, and bam, uh, Bushmaster snuffs him right in the face. Sucker uppercut punch, which rang his motherfucking bell. It sure did. And then he starts. Then uh, Bono No Way starts playing in the background from <laughs> Only the Strong, and he's with some Capoeira. People are recording on the street, and no one ran up on Luke after the fight and said, "Damn, you got knocked the fuck out, man!" I hated D Dub for this. He he's a terrible friend. Mm. Not that I expected him to jump in, but he definitely capitalized off him getting his ass whooped. Mm. What? He's the hood fucking reporter, baby. <laughs> he's supposed to be his friend. Yeah, but he's the hood fucking reporter, baby. <laughs> <laughs> He's not fucking uh, Trish from uh, Luke. K- I mean Jessica Jones. Okay, I didn't. I didn't hate him. That was also a huge point of this series. Is none of the side characters annoyed me. All right. Huge, huge plus. Yeah. None of the other series have that. Mm-hmm. Jamaicans have the best henchmen ever. Oh, they really do. 
So Luca's getting knocked out, and he's reeling from a knockout. You know, shit's happening. It's on TV, Sports Center. Stephen A. Smith had to be on here for some reason. Yeah, he's a terrible person. Uh, I don't know. Well, actually, not about terrible person. I just find his his hot takes mm-hmm. to be shitty. Yeah, but you got to be hot takes. Uh, somebody called him Stephen A. Yelling on Twitter, <laughs> and he said, "Oh, they only call me that because I'm black." No, nigga, because you yell. <laughs> yes. <laughs> time to time, I believe that Luke Cage. Lamar Odom was on crack. <laughs> uh, what the best sound by sir. <laughs> so Luke's reeling and um He's he's having he's having a bad day, he's concussed. I think this is Oh wait, wait, wait. I think this might have been is this before or after he confronts Jamaican the Jamaican lair? Oh, I'm sorry. That actually happens before because Bushmaster studied how to whoop his ass. True. Alright. So Erase what we saw. So Luke goes up to confront the Jamaicans in the Jamaican lair. And it's like, boy, what you doing in your house? You shouldn't have come on the block. This is my block. Brooklyn. No, that's a bad accent. I'm sorry. I'm gonna I might stop, but I'm not. And so he goes in there and you know, they attack him with swords and then they shoot him. They throw a grenade at him. And he supermans a grenade, which was pretty dope. It was really cool. But a shotgun to the shoulder would blow his shoulder out of it. It was a powerful shotgun, but it's also a grenade. Anyway. It's a little inconsistent. Also, just thinking back to Defenders, I forget who says it. Maybe it's like Madame Gal. No, it was... Uh, oh, no. It's uh, Stick. Stick, when he's yeah. like, you know, you've never really accessed your true power. Mm-hmm. And I thought they were going to tap in that more. This nigga needs a, a wise sage. And he almost had one, but he was not listening to what Danny was talking about. Danny's really out here trying to make him the best that he can nigga, be. Nigga, Danny was like, bro, I need you to be on a level. Um, I don't know if you noticed, but he's like, my chakra's out of way. Something bad is about to happen in New York. I don't know who, um, but something's telling me about Barney. Something says Barney or Grimace. Any coot. <laughs> uh, so uh, some people don't want help. Yeah, that's that was part of the season. He was more Danny Rand in the season than anything. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I think those, I think after he gets concussed, that's when, or maybe before that, Claire breaks up with him. Well, no, he goes back, and then she kept pushing about his father, which. I wanted to ask you, like, what did you think about that? Because she I fe- was pushing. I, f- I felt like she was overstepping. Yeah. Then, like, his father was in the town, so Reggie Cass, his father, is talking to him, and he's not really want to talk to his father. He's not ready to deal with that shit, at, and he's, like, 40. So, anyway, <laughs> black mental health is a thing. And so she goes to meet his dad, and it's like, well, I'm Luke. You know, she didn't tell him I'm Luke Cage's girlfriend, but anyway, she wanted to talk to him about fathers and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And he seems like a changed man, but then she was like, well, I wouldn't talk to your father. And he got mad. He was overstepping. A lot of shit's on his mind, and then he punches a hole in the wall. And I was like, oh, great strength. And I'm like, everybody punch a hole in drywall. But anyway. Who hasn't punched a hole in drywall? What, really? I have. Which, crazy. She uh, she was talking about discrimination, about being Afro-Latina, and they brought that in there for some reason. For a second, I guess. Yeah, it was like talking about colorism and other places and i was like oh, okay that's the thing but you just felt like it was out of place yeah like nothing built up to it yeah yeah because like it's because she left after that like she's coming back no i mean she'll be, i mean she's, she's in there her name was came up but um and so after she posted wall she was like look i grew up in a domestic ass household i'm not dealing with this shit anymore i'm going to cuba and, and that makes sense yeah but luke was dealing with a lot yeah he was and so he loved it at her. She loved it at him. But she's not going to be in that shit. And he needs some shit to fix. Sometimes love isn't enough. Mm-hmm. Hey. Anyway. So Luke is. This girl left him. He got knocked out. And it's been going viral. Uh, and Mariah Dillard's. Um, Stokes. Mariah Stokes. So she's trying to get her PR together and shit like that. So somebody was like, you should reconnect with your daughter. She's in Brooklyn. I mean, in. Back in Harlem, you know, she's a doctor. Now she goes in a holistic thing. Now she's not selling uh, cannabis to dogs, but she should start. <laughs> there's a, there's an opening in the market out here. <laughs> Man, white people just <laughs> white people are just, are just, giving up their hopes and dreams for just to be racist for one second. <laughs> Things were fantastic, but uh, I had to call the police on a small black child mm-hmm. or say the n word on social media. I I um. I had a great job, and I finally re- realized my dream of going to the Air Force. And But you know what? I'm going to go nigger hunting with my friends. Or take an Ambien, as we referenced earlier. Shit. Had it all. 
Uh, or the white man who was in San Francisco kicking homeless people and shit like that. It was like, eh. Something about 2016 really changed white people's attitudes. <laughs> I can't I can't put my finger on it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so um, Luke's dealing with that, and then uh, Nike's calls, like, okay, so then, to make matters worse, Cockroach is now suing Luke Cage for the beating he got. And the his Cockroach, no one's corroborating Luke's side of the story that he was trying to help his family, so Luke Cage has to pay him $100,000. Do you think he went too far? I get. I. I she. What well, she said. You. I've seen you a thousand times. Tap a motherfucker on the head and knock him out. Yeah, he beat the shit out of. Him. Yeah. Um, and Luke isn't really ready to deal with his anger problems. He's, mm-hmm. like, he's like, nah. I mean, sometimes you gotta beat the shit out of people. Yeah. I'm just like, not in this case. He yeah. he, he, he horrified his family. Yeah. That. <laughs> so after uh, Luke Cage is being sued by cockroach, Foggy's defending him. You know, the whole Fo- universe. Defenderverse. Yeah, they have to bring it all together. Mm-hmm. And uh, he has to take an opportunity that he usually wouldn't be open to. Well, one, after the ass whooping, Nike pulled out, and then he was trying to get more money. Um, he was like, some some people wanted him to fight a shark, which I fought a shark. <laughs> that, that was kind of a funny montage. Yeah. And everybody wasn't giving no money. Um, he should have uh, uh, did some Fila commercials. <laughs> they're, they're on the way back, or maybe FUBU. Mm-hmm. No, a Gap commercial, but wear a FUBU hat like LL. Ooh. Or, you know, get some IHOP money. Did you say I have? Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't want your I don't I don't want so, your I don't want your funky ass burgers, just so you know. So after finding out after everything's striking up, he calls Foggy, he's like, How much can I get paid? And so he we meet Piranha again and you know, everything's a small world in Harlem. He's like, Well, this is Piranha and he's like, Oh wait, I need to be this motherfucker. I need to see you be around him. So Piranha <laughs> Piranha was just wants to have him come to his personal party mm-hmm. and do stupid shit and wild out with Luke Cage there. Mm-hmm. I really know this nigga in real life, bro. <laughs> he almost shoots Luke Cage on stage. Yeah. Which is pretty great. Uh, Ghost, Ghostface was at the party. Yeah, that was cool. It was wild shit. Uh, he did a Luke Cage, a kind of Luke Cage song, too. Mm-hmm. Um, which quite a few people do. I'm like, oh, okay. Everybody loves Black Series superheroes. I get it. Well, Actually, I guess if Luke Cage was real, a lot of rappers would make songs about him. Exactly. I understand. I tell people all the time I can understand, like, like we got the, the these mothers traveling thousands of miles just to get to the fucking border and get like treated like fucking animals. And one lady was like, "They know what's gonna happen when they get here. Imagine what you are running from that you cross two thousand miles with your fucking children in arms just to be treated like shit in America." Your option is shitty. So it's like it's, it's it's a level of hopelessness that comes out of well, back then there was a level of hopelessness why motherfuckers were selling drugs and shit like that. Why motherfuckers became sick as shit. It became popular and shit, but there's still I still we still know motherfucker that was just hopeless and shit. And people don't understand that. It was like, well, why do you guys do this? I'm like, cause niggas is hopeless and shit like that. When living to sixteen means you're an OG, that. Bro, when I first heard that about New Orleans, nigga, I'm 16. Nigga. I was like, wow. Like, it's good to have empathy and like question why things are the way they are. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't do that, and they just like to judge harshly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so this is about the time where the Jamaicans start uh, getting their shower posse on. <laughs> um, they're left and right, you know, knocking motherfuckers down. And we get... Uh, they start trying to kidnap uh, Piranha and shit like that, but Luke Cage is protecting them. They run through the city all night. They hide up in the uh, the one. Uh, it kind of looks like an abandoned Apollo. It is. Remember that's where they had to fight with uh, Diamondback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I was fucked up and boarded up. But then it's like it's crazy. Like a lot of that the building's abandoned, but this is Harlem. Harlem's real estate is like they're gentrifying the fuck out of Harlem. Yeah, so it's yeah. like that it, shit wouldn't stay close for a while. They do. They do mention that a little bit later in the series. Yeah. Um, but all this while this happened, so Misty still has an arm, not an arm, and she let Luke Cage go at the domestic violence scene. So they're questioning her about that and shit. Um, oh, that's that's also when she admits that she was almost planted evidence on a cockroach. Um, no, not yet. Okay, okay. yeah, because he's still alive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert! Inside of our spoiler alert. <laughs> um, I'm missing something. So. 
Jamaicans are killing people. Oh, Mariah's trying to open up her center for single mothers because she's really trying to turn all that bloody Stokes money into something really, really positive and good. And I don't think there's any sinister motive behind the housing thing that she. No, doing. no, there's there's some duality to her character. She's had a heart. She's had a hard life, and the money's definitely dirty. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I don't know if anybody who has a lot of money is that is that money clean. You know? Yeah, and she's really trying to spend all that money to do this one dream project yeah, of making yeah. an apartment was... complex for single mothers to raise their kids and, and... Get, and get and get medical care. And maybe she has a guilty conscience and she wants to like she she really does love Harlem mm-hmm. in her own in her own way. Of course. Mm-hmm. It's her. It's an I'm a birthright. <laughs> Um, and she's really trying to reconnect with her daughter, even though she has her motivations for that as well. She finally meets Bushmaster. This is before all the murdering starts. And when uh, Shades told her a guy named Bushmaster is back, she kind of looks crazy, but scared, but she didn't tell anybody. She really should have told Shades. Like, I think I remember this guy. This might be a problem. Let's get the fuck out of here. No one wants to leave when it's in the, when the water's starting to heat up. If Shades had some sort of a heads up, things yeah, definitely would have been a little bit different. Yeah. So, uh, Bushmaster tells a great story about two men. One made the rum. One made the club. But she still hasn't put together, like, mm, I think my family tried to murder this guy. But, yeah. Uh, I want some Bushmaster rum now. This shit looks smooth. It does look smooth, based on how everybody everybody just drank it like it was water. Mm-hmm. But I, I really believe that was rum in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. no. It's like, this might as well do it. Um, so, uh, the Jamaicans are killing everybody. Um, and so then, so they're looking for Piranha. And so, uh, Luke Cage takes him to his dad's church and like, I need you to hide him. And then they start having it out. Uh, you left me in there and you said, I killed my mom. And he was like, bro, I was mad. And he was like, I was in there because of you, because of fucking, what was his name? Willis, his brother, yeah, was mad at me when he shouldn't be mad at you and shit like that. And so they kind of had a talking out. And sometimes you need to just talk to people. You ain't got shit to. You need closure in your fucking self. You ain't got to forgive. Well, it help. It helps to forgive just so you you don't carry that. With carry you. that. You don't have to forget. You don't have to like motherfuckers and shit like that. But you can't carry. You can't harbor that feeling. It takes it. It take it takes away from you, and it's it's it's. It's hard on your like heart and soul. I talked to my dad this week for the first time in years this mm-hmm. week. What I used to tell people, it, it takes energy to hate somebody. It yeah. takes energy to hold a grudge. It takes energy to think. I tell people all the time, don't hate people. Be indifferent. Like, the worst thing you can do is not care about a motherfucker. Uh, people want your energy, positive or negative. People love your positive, positive energy, but people will take your negative energy, and that takes more from you, all right? But if you're indifferent to a motherfucker, if you don't care whether a motherfucker lives or dies, that's real. That's real. Where you can really just like, somebody said this about a girl I used to talk to. She was like, oh, she's pregnant. I was like, oh, about a motherfucker that's on drugs and shit? She was like, yeah. She was like, aren't you mad? I'm like, no. I was the greatest thing to this girl. And then I wasn't enough. So she went through these fucked up relationships. Didn't want to always want to come back. I let her back in my life a few many, few too many times. And then she went on fuck with this dude. Now she's pregnant and Gonna live the drug life and shit like that. Now I wish her all the best and everything like that, but also I don't care either or. That's it. That's what you have to do. Yeah. So anyway. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I talked to my dad this week for the first time in a few years. Mm-hmm. And I just said that um I harbor no ill will towards you. And we can kinda of move try to move forward from here. Cause it's like Wow, this is <laughs> tangent. Yeah, yeah, it is. But it's like it's still a part of you. Yeah. And you can't hate a part of you. You can't not like a part of you. Yeah. You don't have to be the spitting image of what a great son is when the relationship isn't always there, but it's like you can't hate that part of you. Um, it's not good for you. You gotta let shit go. Um it sucks that to be a better you have we always have to be the bigger person. And that sucks a lot of times. Sometimes we just want to be petty. But when it's it, it eats at you, man. And we already got enough stress to live with. Uh, we were talking about stress. And we were talking about, well, if a biggest part of our life is money, we need to move away to where <laughs> money ain't the biggest part of our life. I'd rather have all my other problems and not worry about money. It's like, oh, thank God. I don't worry about money anymore. So anyway. 
So, uh, back to Luke Cage. Uh, <laughs> they got, got some real good shit out right there. Um, Prana eventually does get captured by the, by the Jamaicans. Mm-hmm. And Mariah's ready to open up her grand thing. Her relationship with her sister's good. Oh, also, they needed Nightshade because we got to talk about the Jamaicans. So... Uh, Bushmaster's power comes from a concoction in the main ingredients nightshade that comes from the Blue Mountains of Jamaica. That's where the... I don't want to tell the whole story. And so the only place to get it in Harlem was Mariah Dillard's daughter. Tilda. 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 So she had some and then he gets the whole concoction and takes it and that was always suspicious to her and so when she sees the guy punching motherfuckers on things she like puts a concoction together. Anyway, so but nightshade nightshade is bad for you. The more you take it, like the more you lose like, your grip on reality, and mm-hmm. it's bad for your organs and your mind, etc. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is what say like we'll get to the flashback episode too. But you know, this is also what saved his life in the first place. Won't do, won't do, won't. Um, the 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 housing facility that Mariah put together finally opens. She cuts a ribbon, but the door is open, and there's heads on fucking pikes in there. Mm-hmm. There's heads of. The guy she bought the company from, which was also she was blackmailing through one of her hostesses, mm-hmm. uh, cockroaches head in there because Missy Knight was going to plant evidence on cockroach to put him in jail to save Luke Cage because he owed her a hundred thousand dollars. But she finds his head list missing, some other guy's head's missing. Yeah, who I also don't remember, but that's but that's okay. It was important, but it's not really there's a lot of heads. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, the one one of the henchmen's was missing. Yeah. Didn't show it. Yeah. His head was up in there. And then they finally cockroach. So Bushmaster. So she has a closet and everything's all bad. And then they get to cockroach. I mean, Prana. And they're making him transfer all the st- the Mariah's money into the Bushmaster account, which is actually called the Bushmaster account. <laughs> it's an LLC. That's, that sounds like uh, <laughs> what you get the Big Bass Pro Shop. It's like it's like the level nine. Like it's like a credit. No, card. it sounds like a male porn star from the seventies. <laughs> no, no, seventies. Pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Right, I like, right, I like right, it. Right. I like it. Me and Pimp C. All right. So, um, so there we're at the middle part of the season, and time for a flashback episode. So, the story behind the Bushmasters and the Dillards. Um, Bushmasters' grandfather made the rum, and the Dillards, the Stokes, the Stokes. Stokes, you know, and they went in hand in hand and they made a club. But by, when they made the club and the rum, uh, everything's supposed to be 50 50. And so, but when the Italians tried to move in on their thing, yeah, there's some political strife because it's like the 70s and politics were a little bit different back then. And white people uh, had all the guns and money, yeah. Crime, um, crime was segregated, they kind of paid off the cops and they had to. Uh, well, no. They offered him, they said, we're going to take the drugs and the money on the alcohol, but you guys can keep the club and run it your damn self. The Bushmaster's grandpa was like, fuck them crackers. I ain't selling to them. And uh, Stokes was going to do it, but then they double-crossed each other. They ended up killing each other. So uh, the Bushmaster family fled to Jamaica. He was a young child. No, he wasn't a young child. Was he a young child? Yeah. Yeah, he was. He appeared in the flashbacks. He appeared to be maybe like 13 at the most, Mm -hmm. maybe. So then we go to Jamaica where... Bushmaster's mother is saying, like, we want half of the stuff from uh, Big Mama Dillard, Big Mama, Big Mama Stokes, Maybelline, mm-hmm. Maybelline Stokes. Yeah, they had, they had a legally binding contract. Mm-hmm. It was on, written on a napkin, and it makes sense. I mean, shit, it's written. It would have went to court. I mean, shit, it's written. Yeah. And so. And signed. So Maybelline, they were really looking down upon the Jamaican. They was using slurs and shit like that. And so that's one of the reasons why Bushmaster hated him so much because they're the arrogance of the Yankees. And so Maybelline, instead of uh, taking him to court, she torched the shack that Bushmaster and his mom was living in. The mom got him out. Um, with the mo- the mother died, and so he watched his mom burn. And then she- Maybelline let her go, but then Uncle Pete ends up shooting uh, Bushmaster in the gut and walks off. But the, he didn't kill him. But And then a, his uncle takes him up to the Blue Mountain where the sage lady puts, a, puts some nightshade on him. And, uh, you know, he's good. Also, 
there was something about vaccines killing all the boys, but it didn't hurt him. And so that's how he knew he was special. And they used pygmy as children, which cracked me up every time they said it in the thing. <laughs> you give me pygmy! And I was like, ah. <laughs> you give me pygmy! They sure did. And, yeah. I, and I kind of don't remember what's happening now, but I'm going to talk about Danny Rand. All right. Uh, Danny Rand introduced, enters the series, and he's he's a new and improved Danny. Mm-hmm. Luke, Luke says, you're noticeably different. What's going on? And he's like, Different writers. He's like, hey, you know, man, I just uh, got a lot in my chi. I'm a different person. I grew up. And different writers. We got to never forget that Scott Buck was the one who wrote Iron Fist. And just based on his appearance here, I'm like, holy shit. Iron Fist can actually be a good series with a good writer on. Mm-hmm. And so he, he gets up because, uh, remember, Rosario Dawson's in Cuba right now. So she told Danny to go check up on him. While Colleen is helping... Misty with her dealing with having one arm. Trying to try to get her confidence back. And they have a pretty good fight in like a bar mm-hmm. where she doesn't help. Mm-hmm. She's kind of letting her get her swagger back, which is cool. Mm-hmm. It's a grown man. It's a, it's a woman with one arm beating up grown ass men. So she probably like, should have helped sooner. So. Yeah. Well, you know, you got to get it out. And so uh, Danny was like, look here, bro. I can superpower your superpower by teaching you how to use your chi. And he's like, I don't believe in chi. And he's like. Anyway, so then they was like, well, let's go take down some drug houses together. And then <laughs> they walk in and they're about to be a fight scene. And I noticed the lights weren't dim. And I was like, wait, 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 Danny, Danny Rand's in this scene and the lights are dim. Somebody must have did it. What? That was actually a good fight scene. I'm like, Danny, you've been you've been training during your off time. I mm-hmm. appreciate I appreciate that. Not his fault. They really just gave him the choreography 15 minutes, but just for the episode. So, yeah, no, no, just proper planning made Iron Fist so much better. You mean, and and the choreography is so good. They do like it. it kind of reminded me of like uh, the Avengers. Ultimate Alliance. Yeah, they did, they did combo moves and shit. They said they said let's do patty cake. He punches his hand and shockwaves and shit like that. I'm like, all right, full nerd mode. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So the thing blows up, and Danny was like, "Well, that's all I can be in the show because <laughs> I'm not gonna. You're not gonna develop as a character in this this season. <laughs> Maybe next season." He's like, "That was pretty cool, but I have to go leave for some reason." Also, I love, I gave Missy Knight an arm, so she's your new partner. <laughs> it some it sometimes have super strength, but only once. <laughs> oh, only when she loses, when she really wants to punch something. <laughs> Which I feel like she should have known up front because she could have killed someone. So they gave her a robot arm, which is okay looking. It looks like the T two art robot arm, <laughs> and I think she gun and badges at this point. Mm-hmm. Also. She needs a, some, like, there needs to be a Wakanda outreach program because series R would have been so much better. It, it really would have. But let me go back to um, gun in your badge is one of my favorite cop tropes, and I just I always really appreciate it. <laughs> Whenever somebody says gun in your badge, I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. You take that gun and badge, goddammit. I'm like, goddammit, don't leave the force. They need you. Uh, also, uh, one of my favorite, favorite lines in entertainment history is boondocks um the jack the the 24 episode when he says them no going rogue <laughs> <laughs> all right no going rogue and it's like god damn it so that happens and now we're starting to wrap it up um mariah's kind of going crazy kind of embracing her full ass villainy mm-hmm. which which i really enjoy it they kind of reference like uh, Cottonmouth descend into madness, mm-hmm. and it made me want to watch the first season again. Mm-hmm. Dealing with Luke Cage, and then so everything. So now Mariah's mad because she killed all her things, fucking the connect. All the money's gone. So now she's like, "Well, it's time for Black Mariah," which is what she is in the comic book. She she referred to her dark skin. I like how they how they in, like integrated that into the series. Mm-hmm. Like they, like her dark skin got mocked when she was younger. Um, she's four hundred pounds in the comic. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know how we get to this part, but when they get locked up at Rand Industries, basically because Bushmaster's goons are chasing him, mm-hmm. and you know the part where she picks up a chopper and puts a dude's no, 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 no. You we got wait, wait, wait. You got him all the way back because this the don't she do the that's like this is like that's like episode nine. When did she kill everybody in the Jamaican restaurant? Because I, I thought that was before. The um, I think it's a little after. But I'm not I'm not hundred percent sure. But anyway, go on. So anyway, Mariah's mad. She's mad as hell. She's not going to take it. So she runs into the Jamaican spot where his whole at, family is. At, Gwen, at Gwen's. At Gwen's, which is Bushmaster's mom. 
Oh yeah, because this is this is I think you're right. This is this is basically her retaliation for um, killing the. She's everybody. she's she's lost everything at this point. Like Bushmaster's taking control of of, of the club. She took her money. Mm-hmm. Uh, burned down her house with her in it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah yeah yeah, and burned down the house with her in it, trying to kill her with her daughter. Oh yeah yeah yeah, she pushed him. She, he pushed her. So this so her and Shades are kind of like you know what she. It's he like, taught her to embrace the gangster. He's like, you got to be a gangster. That's what you are. You're a natural. Let's do Let's do this. Let's do gangster shit. Um, straight out of Contra should have been playing while they were walking down the street. <laughs> uh, so they go to Gwen's, and they and she fucking murders everyone. Well, she sees that the one that she got to blackmail the guy to get everything was working with the Jamaicans, so she popped her in the dome. Then his uncle, well, she had kidnapped his uncle. And he wasn't going to give up the son. So she was like, all right, fine. We'll go there. So she goes, every, everybody that Bushmaster loves in one room, convenient. And she burns his uncle alive, shoots everybody, and then, you know, pops him in a cap because forensic had to be happened. Mm-hmm. And then shoots the auntie, but the auntie gets away. And Shades is uh, shaken by this. Horrified, because she killed a lot of innocent people. Yeah, yeah. There's rules to this shit. Yeah. My favorite line, one of my favorite lines in the movie is, anybody that don't want to get murdered, get the fuck out now. Mm-hmm. Players Club. Anyway, so now Bushmaster's super mad, so that's when he starts chasing her to the Rand facility. So it's, it's uh, again, like a nod to James Cameron a little bit, mm-hmm. I thought, when uh, Bushmaster arrives and he's like, if you don't want Ward, give us what we want. No one will get hurt. And Luke Cage throws like a, a cabinet out the window mm-hmm. and lands on a car, which just looks like the scene in T2 when uh, he's fighting the cops. Arnold. But anyway... I love this part because when Mariah picks up a gun and she starts like shooting back at the goons and she looks at her daughter and like nods like I got you. That reminded me of like when black parents like hold their hold their arm when the car's going too fast mm-hmm. and they hold their arm out for a seatbelt. Like don't worry about it. I'll take care of you. Mm-hmm. And she starts doming everybody. Oh, she also tells her daughter that Pete raped her. Uncle Pete raped her. She's Uncle Pete's daughter and she never really loved her anyway. Man, that is a lot for yeah. uh, for a child to take in. At once. Then the murdering happens. Uh, Bushmaster gets captured. Uh, Bushmaster's story, by the way. Wait, 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 wait. We got to go back more. So Mariah teamed up with the Chineses, and they were selling Bushmaster dope, and I was just killing people and shit like that. So Luke Cage and Bushmaster had to team up. He's like, no murder. And he's like... And so they went on a nice little murdering, I mean, ass-whooping spree in a warehouse and shit that that. That was a good fight sequence. Yeah. Also, like... Just kind of like unexpected turn for like the main villain to be fighting with our with our protagonist. Yeah, some shit's got to happen, and then the murdering start happening. Super murderers. So we are all off, but fuck yeah. Uh, Bushmaster gets captured mm-hmm. somehow or some way, mm-hmm. uh, but he uses a hammer hammer technology to blow himself up with mm-hmm. with the police. But before that, he tells a great story about the origin of Jamaica and the rebellion, rebellion from the British. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what, Bushmaster, you're a fantastic villain. Somebody did. Somebody also fact checked him on that shit later in the story, but we're not going all the way. Like <laughs> so he blows up, and he needs even more nightshade, which I thought was no more nightshade, but they got more nightshade. Yeah, they said that a couple times. Like it's all gone, yeah. except for this. And so now it's the third act, which means three more episodes. I liked how basically the show was kind of over at episode ten, mm-hmm. and like the next three are just kind of an epilogue. Because mm-hmm. sometimes I feel like. Wrap up some goddamn loose ends. Yeah, that's right. I need, I need, I need some shit wrapped up. I don't want to think about it for a whole year. Mm-hmm. So Bushmaster goes in the club. Uh, Mariah told Luke Cage, "You always protect me. I need to stop killing you." So he comes in. He has a protector, and so Bushmaster whoops some ass. But then Mariah gets away, and then Shades turns snitch. Well, Snage. So Shades finds out that his friend Kamikaze. They hinted that <laughs> Comanche. Comanche. Um, they hinted about some we was on gay in prison, bruh. But he, he, they, I mean, they still loved each other. Yeah. But then he found out he was snitching. And so he, they killed the cop. And then he kills him, trying to make it look like a setup. And so after all this, he's just tired of all the games and shit like that. So he goes to snitch on Mariah and he's going to give her all up. And then he tells her what happened, who shot. The, the uh, one chick from the thing who killed Cottonmouth, all this stuff, motherfucker getting thrown out bridges and shit like that. And he was going to do it for immunity, but they left out a certain part that Mariah has to go to jail for it, you know. Yeah. She has a pretty dope scene in prison 
where she kills some people. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I like that. She's still something. She's a badass and really embrace, embracing her black Mariah persona. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that doesn't last for long. As as. Uh, but then she her her lawyer was like, he was like, well, people snitching, so kill everybody that ever worked for me. And so she killed everybody that ever worked for her, even our right hand man guy. Uh, cribbing a little bit from the wire, but that's okay. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, and so once she killed her right hand man, who was really a square tall as shit, just working for her, that's when the daughter's like, she has to go. And so she makes up some, some, some fire ass looking barbecue sauce and she poison ivies her. Mm-hmm. That was like a great dry rub. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Mariah dies in prison, but not before she writes out her last will and testament. So she dies and Bushmaster's still like fucked up. But it was like, we got to get him to the blue mountains of Jamaica, man. So he's like, well, I guess I guess I retire. Yeah, and then they start playing "Come to Jamaica and Feel Alright." <laughs> remember those sandals commercials and shit like that? Oh yeah, he's like, I gotta get. He's like, I gotta get home and get some red stripe. <laughs> <laughs> the World Cup's on. Uh, so they exit the series, and I was kind of hoping that like Tilda and uh, Bushmaster got together, but they didn't. Mm-hmm. Shades goes to jail because Mariah dies in prison. Yeah, so his immunity is all kinds of fucked off. Yeah. Which, he might have a loophole because they didn't tell him that. And it wasn't properly explained to him. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I don't hope he's not gone for the whole series. But I, <laughs> but he might be. The way they wrapped it up, it's like, damn, like season three is going to be entirely different. None of the cast is returning, basically. It's going to be dark. Yeah. So, it ends with Mariah changing her wheel. She gave her daughter the piano and Luke Cage the paradise. And all the money went to charity. And so her thing was like, he's going to think he can protect Harlan from the perch, which is Harlan's paradise, but it's actually going to corrupt him. And so the end, Sugar is right hand man. And then he made a deal with the Italians to keep drugs out of Harlem. But people were like, man, you can't be getting in bed with these mob bosses. You know, that's going to get you. And so people don't agree with him, but he thinks he can save Harlem by getting his hands a little dirty and shit like that. So it's easy meeting with people's. And Claire comes back. That's her name. Claire comes that was, back. That was the coldest shit. He's like, hey, uh, Claire's here for you. He's like, Pfft. tell her to go home. And? And Missy sees, like, he's changing. Uh, and, he's, and he's wearing a fly-ass suit. He looks like Kingpin. Yeah, he does. Um, And it's going to be a darker season three. I'm really looking forward to it, to seeing, mm-hmm. where, seeing where they're going with this. Mm-hmm. Got a whole year. Eat your veggies, too. <laughs> so what you like about the show? Um, fucking the character development, bruh. Character development. Everybody got it. Um, they made all the characters feel like they had real motivations for what they did. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked how they shake things up. It wasn't at all like the first season. Like the same, the same characters were there, mm-hmm. but they weren't afraid to have certain characters go away. Mm-hmm. Like Claire, they're just like, all right, you're gonna, you're just gonna leave, so things can be different. Um, making Iron Fist cool is incredibly challenging. It wasn't, but thank you for doing it. But they did it, and that's that's fantastic. Again, our only problem before Iron Fist was like, did he have to be white? And then it was like, oh, they, he had to be white. Mm-hmm. And then they gave us thirteen episodes of uh, uh, corporate corporate espionage. Ooh, man, that was boring. <laughs> and um, the fist of Kung Lao a thousand times. Uh, what did you like about the series? Um, one of Marvel's best villains. Hope he's not gone. Yeah, Bushmaster was great. I believed everything I said. This was the this is the year of the black villain. Uh, yeah, I was kind of thinking about that earlier. People want to mention like Killmonger and mm-hmm. like, but no, this this is he's up there with one of the best villains now. Uh, and he got thirteen episodes to be a good ass villain. Mm-hmm. Flies, flies, Linden. Um, what, uh, Mariah went full on evil, but then they got her out of goddamn show, which sucks. Um, shades is being shadesy. I like. I like Misty Knight. They finally gave us Misty Knight with arm, which is when, what y'all gonna really do with that? Like, are y'all really gonna we going? Because y'all announced Daughters of the Dragon, but she's still a cop. And I'm like, I need you know, I need a space thing. I need an arm that can actually cut through adamantium. Now that y'all getting it, I do want to see it do stuff. And mm-hmm. I, I think she blocked bullets with it at some point, but that's about it, really. Mm-hmm. That's okay. But again, that that arm can cut through adamantium in the comics. And animanium's coming. I don't need it. I don't need it to ever cut through animanium, but it's an arm that can cut the fucking animanium. I'd liked, um, I like the Hero for Hire team up for a little bit. That was cool. Mm-hmm. So maybe that'll be a series at one point. And even if if they do do that, I think it'll work. I loved how Jamaican this shit was. This show was hella Jamaican. It was incredibly Jamaican. 
but it it wasn't heavy Jamaican, you know? Yeah. Nothing I liked how nothing in the series felt forced. It felt it felt natural. It was like a natural progression. People were giving Luke Cage because he dabbed at the big first episode and you were explaining this shit. I'm like, I, f- I just feel like he's he's not a cool guy. Mm-hmm. He's corny. And his terrible dab is an example of that. Yeah. he's n- Like, Luke Cage isn't a cool dude. Exactly. And that's the thing. Like, and if I- he'd have popped his collar or some shit, like, but that's not, that's us. So, I don't know. I kind of like that. He's a little bit like, uh, he's a little bit like Captain America. Mm-hmm. Like, he's he's not cool. He he's like two years late, but, you yeah. know, he tried. <laughs> he tried. He's trying. <laughs> um, I loved it, man. It was like they talked about issues. They weren't preachy and shit like that. They talked about mental health without talking about mental health, bro. Talking about forgiving, uh, stop leading by your past, and motherfuckers with angry issues and shit like that. Um, they made Danny and Colleen cool. They did. They did. Because Colleen was cool, but Defender, she was annoying as fuck. Yeah, yeah, she was. Um, I feel like they they really just sat down and took notes from the failures of previous Marvel series, and and they worked from there. It actually made me want to go watch Jessica Jones because this show was this although it had its superhero moments. This show was also very story driven. It, it wasn't was. a superhero was. show. He wasn't whooping ass the true time. So I feel like I didn't give Jessica Jones a fair shake, even though she wasn't doing any superheroing. The only superheroing was happening was the Wizard. <laughs> You're right. I think I'm gonna go back and finish that too. Mm-hmm. But I get to finish it on my own pace. Yeah, one episode per week. <laughs> yeah, is it's it's tough marathoning a 13 episode series. Yeah, a cop show. Yeah, about yeah. detectiveing. She's not even that great of a detective. She's a great detective. My bad. You know, she ain't Batman and, and Batman versus Superman. The greatest feature detective work ever. <laughs> All the shows with Pete Rock and CL Smooth episode. Lucy Liu did an episode, which was dope. It was. It was. Yeah. She's really diversifying her bonds. Nigga. But yeah, I mean, I loved it and I can't wait for more. And it's just like, it gave a shot in the arm for the Marvel Defenders universe because, yeah. Um, got anything else for we wrap up? Um, no, but shout out to, wait, no, never wrap it up. Always pull out though. Um, shout out to Ric Flair with Four Horsemen, Colin Kaepernick, Shannon Sharp, and Kamala Harris. And Chael Coker for personally giving us the screener. No, I mean, no, he good, the yeah, good he looked it up. Good looks for that. We really appreciate you, and also for making a dope ass show, bruh. Black uh, ass show, black yeah. as fuck. Yeah, it felt, it felt, it felt good. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout out to Sky Blue and his new album, Painting Till She Dials. This is music from that new project. Go pick that up. All right, two up, two down. Side of my window, shining baby. Got the music up high, playing Super Nintendo. Super Mario World, maybe. Ain't on the repeat, feeling like nobody in the world can beat me. Until I deep sleep, I dream of vibrance. My thoughts are pouring out, it's better than silence and living in violence. Became the voice of reason while learning people come into your life for seasons. I'm breathing though, so I can't complain. See the brightest futures wash down the drain, so I maintain. Couple homies on the same thing. Gang bang, all the chain gang. Dang, I would have been the same if it wasn't for the jazz. And choosing a narrow path without cash. Outclass them, I'll pass them on my cloud. Going to a planet most never allowed. Granny, hope you proud. I kept going, I stopped, even through the doubt. Who got that? We got that jazz To help you stay afloat While the days go by, I pray for hope And keep aiming for the stars, that's all I know We got the glow, I just go with the flow Living life like never before Jazz face man, jazz face man Jazz face man, jazz face man Take it home now, but you know me, I'm probably zoned out. And the state of mind beyond limitations, fueled off imagination, a space station of melodies. You went soon to the cabins, asking for insight. Take away the war, that's the wine about when your glass half full. I pull for the underdogs, grinding from the dirt. Who was birthed from Mother Earth? My verse holds worth. First, uh, 
pandemic break. Huh. I surf clouds with some cold train blasting. Love's everlasting. Eat the beat like I've been fasting for years through the blood, sweat, and tears. Know this dream closer than the peers. Devil trying to pierce, but he can't penetrate this armor. Angelic crafted, building good karma. Like my name is Earl. Who ruled the world? Not you. That's far from the truth. Nice with the proof like D12. I ain't signing to no label just to be shelf. Not at all. Walking on these concrete streets, trying to find peace. I got a new lease on life. At least I write to light the darkness with colorful dreams. That means I'm a lost. Hey, who got that? We got that. Jazz to help you stay afloat. While the days go by, I pray for hope and keep aiming for the stars. That's all I know. We got the glow. I just go with the flow, living life like never before. Jazz face man, jazz face man. Yeah.